Welcome to the Women's Business Workshop Podcast. I'm your host, Robin Walker, business coach, speaker, and accountability group leader. Here, female entrepreneurs and business owners can find help getting more focused and strategic in their business so they can bring in more profit and get more time with their families. This is part two in the three-part series on how to increase visibility for you and your business. If you haven't listened to episode 35 yet, I will link it in the show notes. All right. I do believe that in many cases, done is better than perfect. One of the things that I think stop women from pitching a podcast or applying to speak at a conference is that either A, they don't have the perfect topic or speech ready, or B, their platforms aren't perfect yet and they still need, you know, X, Y, Z before they can pitch, or at least that's what they're telling themselves. We are going to combat that today with some easy steps you can take now so that you feel more confident and prepared to pitch that visibility opportunity. Ladies, we are shooting for prepared over perfection. Prepared over perfection. In the last episode, I talked about choosing some specific topics that are in your expertise to talk about. If you've done that and created content around those topics, then you have what you can talk about. You probably even have a couple options to offer the host. You can go deeper into each topic or vary the aspects of them so that you talk about different parts of it for different interviews. So it's not always exactly the same. But then you know you are speaking to your niche, your expertise, and you're staying strategic with attracting the right potential clients with your message. That's something we didn't touch on in the first episode, but I want to remind you that not every visibility opportunity is equal. Not every speaking engagement is equal. It's not about how many people are in the audience. It's about who's in the audience. Every podcast is not a good fit for you. So just because your friend has a podcast does not mean that you being on it is a blessing to their audience or to your business. So try to be really strategic with who you are reaching out to is a good fit for your message and the transformation that you're hoping to bring to someone else's audience. All right, so having those topics and that content is a great first step. All right, the second thing I want to talk about is where you're going to send promoters, podcast hosts, collaborators, where you're going to send them to check you out. So usually in any kind of speaker application, you have to give a website. If you're talking to a host, you might say, here's where you can check more out about me. So where are you sending those people? Most of you have some sort of media page on your website or a press page showing where you've been featured in the past. And if you don't, don't worry, we'll be covering what you can put in that today. If you haven't recently, go back and review your media page and see, have you added anything recently? Have you updated since you niched down or pivoted your audience or your offers? I went back and looked at mine and was pretty embarrassed by what was there. So mine has gotten an overhaul recently in preparation for these podcast episodes. So for most of you, your website homepage is where you want potential clients to visit. The messaging there isn't necessarily the same as what you would want for someone looking to book you to speak to their group. So think about that. The messaging on your homepage is really trying to draw in your ideal client 
The podcast host might not be your ideal client. So you want to send them somewhere where you are speaking specifically to them. So here's, here's a story from when I was looking for speakers for my Lakeside Conference. Um, we've had it for four years, so I have a lot of great stories about people who have applied to speak at the event. But something this was something new someone did that really impressed me. On the application, I have a spot for you to put your website. And in my mind, I was just assuming people would just tell me their website. I'd go to their homepage, and I'd have to search around to try to find the information I need. But this woman where it had your company website, she sent me to her press page. So the link was actually directly to her press page. Everything I needed was there. I didn't have to go looking around her website for anything. But the key is I also saw what she wanted me to see for a first impression. I saw all of the social proof, her topics, Everything that would make it more apt for me to book this speaker and see her as an expert. It was a much more positive experience for me as a promoter because I had everything. So all those applications go into a huge Google Doc, into a huge spreadsheet. Anytime I need to access any of my potential speakers' information, I go right to that Google Sheet And normally I have to click on their website and then go find the tab for their press page or where their headshots are found or where their bio is. But this person I didn't, it was all in one click. It was just really impressive, but it also felt super professional. If you have a media page, a press page, a landing page, let's talk about what you can put on that page so that when you send someone there, they're getting the right information. And just a heads up that this is different than your About Me page. Usually your About Me page is speaking to your ideal client so they can learn more about you. The press page, the content is for the person that's going to be booking you. So I do have all of the things I'm going to talk about. I do have those in a printable checklist. You can get by signing up for our podcast club newsletter list. And that is if you go to bit.ly forward slash WBW podcast. And I'll put that in the show notes. You just sign up once and then you get all of the printables as they come out with new episodes and you just get updated when we have a new episode. So I do have a visibility checklist for your media page. If you want to grab that, you can sign up for our list and it will be in your inbox. Okay, so a heads up for this checklist. I'm putting more on it than you probably need. What your business needs on your page is really going to depend on your industry, who you're trying to to attract, and what kind of visibility opportunities you're hoping to get. So as the professional business owner that you are, you can pick through and decide what works for you and what doesn't work for you. And honestly, I don't have every single one of these on my website because it didn't necessarily make sense for me or I'm not quite ready to put those things on there. So pick and choose what works for you and your business. All right, so let's go ahead and get started. One of the things that I love to see when I go to a press page, and I think it's super smart psychologically, is that one of the first things the person sees is you doing the thing you're asking them to book you for. So if you want to be a professional speaker and that's what you want people to hire you for, then have a picture of you speaking right at the top. 
if I'm coming to your press page and it's a picture of you in a field with your dog, that might be great for the about me page for the relatability, but I want to see a picture of you looking like the professional that I'm hoping to book. If you don't have these pictures, you can stage them. You can have friends take pictures when you do different speaking opportunities. It can be pictures taken of you while you're podcasting, if you have your own podcast. There's so many different ways to do this. So don't feel like, oh, well, I don't have a picture. So I'm just going to use a picture of me and my dog. You can find a way to get a picture of you doing the thing that you want people to hire you for. This isn't necessary. I just think first impressions are really hard to break. And so if the first thing they see above the fold on your page is you doing the thing they want to hire you for, I think that's super powerful. Number two, I think it's really important to include what are those three speaking topics? What are maybe two to four different topics that you feel super comfortable speaking on? These are topics that when they go to your website or they go to your blog or your social media, they're going to see content around these topics. These can change. So you can go back into your site and change them or update them if you'd like. If there's a certain thing seasonally that you like to speak on, you can start putting that out about six months before or whenever feels good for you. But I would have it very clear what people are going to hire you or book you to speak about. Number three, have your bio posted on this page because if this is where you're sending people and they decide to book you and then they don't ask you for a bio and they just go try to find one themselves, they're not going to read your about page. And I had this happen. (laughs) It was kind of embarrassing, but I was at an event and the meeting host was starting to introduce me. And as she started introducing me, I realized she was reading straight off my About Me page, which was not written as an introduction for me to be speaking to a group. It was really long. It had way too many details. It was written just, it was, I was sitting up there going, oh my gosh, this is never ending. It was not ideal. So now I have a very short and specific bio on my media page and it's what I send any promoters or anyone asking me to speak to their group so that I know it's going to project the information that I want the audience to hear right before I speak. So be strategic on that bio and picture someone reading it out loud as they were introducing you and see if it sounds like what you would want the audience to hear about you. That you want written in third person because it's not going to be you reading it it's going to be someone else. I would also have headshots, professional headshots that you want people to use. You don't want them just looking through your website or old blog posts and trying to find pictures of you because it may not be your most recent. It may not have your brand colors that you're hoping for. You want it to be very easy for them to find easily downloadable pictures of you. I usually put something like uh, headshots available for marketing use or something like that so that they know specifically these are the ones I want them to use. And I offer a black and white version. I offer a almost full body option and then a headshot so that they can mix and match. Um, And they're all recent so that I feel like I'm being represented the way I want to be represented 
I was speaking for an online group recently and they did not ask me for which picture I wanted and they found a picture somewhere else and the way it was set up on Facebook so it when it would show up in the feed it was literally my chest and my stomach my head was not even visible in the picture because they found this random picture of me that's me sitting in a chair so when it shows up on Facebook with the link attached how it's you know kind of a smaller picture it was of my chest and my stomach and it was not at all what I want to be tagged in <laughs> and my business being tagged in so make sure you have really easily accessible pictures that are exactly what you want the people to post all right another thing that you can include are any links to articles about you any podcasts that you have been in I really think it's great if you've been on some really great podcasts to have pictures of those with click-through links to your episode if they want to hear what you sound like on a podcast. Now, you don't have to list every podcast you have ever been on. I would pick your highlights, pick the ones that are similar to the topics or the niche that you are hoping people will book you for. If you had a podcast episode where the sound was crummy or it just was not one of your best, I would not put it on your website. This is like your highlight reel, guys. This is this is the best of the best. So pick the ones that are that you're really proud of that are going to represent you the best if they randomly just pick one and go th click through to link to it. Also great if you've been quoted any articles to have those listed as well. You can also include any endorsements or stats. If, if you have a really great following and a lot of followers, um, a very large group, I think it's great to include those stats so that people know if you are going to share this with your audience, you do have a great group to be sharing it with. I also think it's important if you have a small group, but it's really niched and that's the same niche as the person that may be pitching you. I don't think there's anything wrong with listing smaller numbers if it's a really engaged group. You don't even have to put the numbers. You can just put the information about the highly targeted group that you have that you'd be sharing it with. So any kind of stats you have that are impressive, if you have testimonials or any endorsements from anyone, those are great to include. Just really, like I said, it, it is your highlight reel. So include anything that's going to increase your know, like, and trust, increase your credibility or your authority in the space. There's a couple more things I think you can include. Um, optionally, you could include your mission statement. So if you have a very specific mission that you are set out to do, there's nothing wrong with including that. Um, I would just be careful with the difference between your about page and your media page as far as your purpose and your mission and your values and all of that. Just just be clear. This is for the promoter and what will, will help them know more about you. And so mission might make sense for you depending on your business. Another kind of fun thing that you can include, if you have a really great video clip of you speaking and it's, a, it's, it's done very well, then... I think a little clip would be great for them to see you on stage or to hear you speak. Same goes with a podcast. If you have an audio clip that you can put in a WAV file or uh, have a way for them to listen to that on your website to hear you know, some great golden nugget that you dropped on a previous podcast, 
I think that's a great option to have. Something interactive for them to hear or see you in action would be tremendous. And I think that would set you apart from a lot of people because I don't see that very often on media pages. Lastly, I would have a very clear way for them to contact you. Whether that's a button near the top about booking a call with you to get to know each other better or um, some kind of link to your email so that they can contact you right away. Make it super easy for them to get in touch with you. This could also include physically listing out your email address, having links to all your different social media platforms where they can check you out. You just want to make it as easy as possible. I have been sent to pages where I've had to really search to even find their email address anywhere. Not everyone wants to fill out the contact form, so I always think it's great to have both options available. So a clear, easy way for them to contact you is something I think you should definitely have on your page. Okay, so those are a few things. But now when it comes to the strategy of where are you going to put the different things, what order that should they be in, to me that again depends on what your goal is for the page who specifically are you trying to attract what is the first thing you want them to see they have to scroll to get down to the other information so what's at the top of the list for you what's the most important and make sure you have that above your fold and a reminder that you don't need to put all of this on your media page you don't want it so overwhelming that when they come, there's just way too much information. Keep it clean, keep it easy to access, make sure your bio that they can copy and paste it, that it's not an image, that they then will have to type out the entire bio. Just think of your user and make it as easy as possible you can for them. Remember, prepared over perfect. You can always start get the bare bones, get a professional looking basic site going, and then add things as you go on, tweak your message as you go on, but just make sure that you have at least a basic, professional, updated, easy to use page for the time being. All right, my last tip for your media page. I want you to set a specific time on your calendar that you are going to go in and make updates or add on different features to your page. I also want you to get some outside accountability so you follow through on this. If you haven't done these recently, there's probably a reason. <laughs> so either it's never been put on your calendar, you're not forcing yourself to do it, and this is so easily put on the back burner, there's no immediate negative consequence to not doing it. You're just not going to have the great opportunities in the near future. So make sure that you are setting some deadlines, putting these on your calendar, and get some kind of accountability so that you are actually going to complete these. All right, get it done so that you can move forward and start pitching for some new visibility. Go grab that checklist at bit.ly forward slash WBW podcast and let's go get to work. Are you looking for some more accountability in your business? How about a more strategic action plan to achieve your goals? You may be wondering if the goal you chose is the best one right now or even how to strategically choose a professional goal. 
Join us in the Impact Membership Group this quarter and we can help you walk through what is the most strategic goal for your business and help you get a strategic action plan and set of steps that you can take to help you reach your goal. We're also gonna give you the accountability of a small group mastermind and monthly trainings to help you stay on task, stay focused, and stay productive. To find out how you can become a member of this group of driven, ambitious, yet down-to-earth professional businesswomen, go to womensbusinessworkshop.com forward slash impact. We can't wait to see you in the group.